daf is Gitten Daf Chav Ches, right? Daf Chav Ches, yeah. So we're holding on the bottom of Daf Chav Zayin Amid Beis, and uh, we're going to start the discussion today by picking up from yesterday's mission, where the mission said that if you find if a get was lost and you find it, it depends when you find it whether you can give it back to the person who you think it was lost from. If you found it altar right away, then you can give it back because it was definitely from that person. But if you don't find it the altar, you have to assume that maybe it's another get. So the Gemara is going to have six different shitos as to what the definition of the altar is, and then after those six shitos, we're going to try to come to some halachic conclusion what the the definition of the altar is. Then we're going to have a Mishnah on Amad Aleph where the Mishnah is going to discuss whether we can assume that a person is still alive. Let's say you left someone in a precarious position. He was a Zakin, he was a Chola. So can you assume he's still alive, both in regards to delivering his get, as well as with regards to whether his wife is a Lari Yitruma, assuming that he's still uh, alive if she's a Bas Yisrael. And even if he sent a carbon, can you bring the carbon? Or do you have to assume that maybe you're bringing Chulun Azara because the person is already dead? The Gemara is going to discuss that the there may be a difference between a regular zakein versus a zakein muflag. There may be a difference between a regular chola versus a goses. Then the Gemara is going to ask on the bottom of stira about whether we are choshish for misa by truma. We're going to have three different ways of being miyashev that stira, whether we're choshish for misa by truma. And the Gemara is going to explain why it is that the Mishnah has to talk about this issue of cheshina lamisa in three different areas of halacha. When it comes to get, when it comes to truma, when it comes to karban, if it's really the same idea. It's just an issue of whether we're choshesh, that the person is dead or not. On the Mishnah Amid Beis, the Mishnah is going to talk about three different cases that we are not choshesh l'misa, and then three cases where we are choshesh l'misa, at least choshesh. Not that we know bevadai, but that at least we're choshesh l'misa, and that's going to lead the Gemara into a discussion about the differences between a death penalty verdict, a death verdict, from a Jewish court and from a non-Jewish court. How certain are we that a person is dead just because the court says that he must die? So there may be a difference between a based in versus a non-Jewish court. So let's pick up at the two dots where we left off yesterday. We're at Tanra Banan. So We said that if you find the get, but you do not find it immediately, you find it shaloli alter, you cannot return it to the uh, person who you think it belongs to. And we had that whole machlokas, Rabba and Rabbi Zeri yesterday, what exactly are the circumstances where it may not be returned. So what is Shaloli Alter, where you're not allowed to return the get? Rabbi Nassim, Omer, Rabbi Nassim says what it means is, Sheshach Kadesh Tavr Sheyar Vitishra, that it, it, it waited long enough that a, uh, a caravan could pass by to the play, in the place where it was lost and can uh, set up camp there and can, can rest there. Rabbi Shem ben Omer, Shimon says, no, it's not about how much time Rather, it's not. There is no set amount of time. It's just that a person has to be able to stand there and see that no one has passed by the area where the get was lost. Um, until you find the get. So you know it's got to be the same get because no one else passed by would, would have dropped another one. And some say that a person has to stand there and see that no one uh, has been standing in that place from the time that the get was lost. Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says not that the shear is the amount of time that it takes to write a new get. That's already considered not lialter because since we're talking in the area of Gittin, so what we define as lialter is how long it takes to make a get. Even though really it has nothing to do with uh, whether someone else could have dropped a get or didn't drop a get, but that's just how we define lialter in the area of Gittin. Rebbe Yitzchak Omer, the amount of time that it takes to read a get, that's not called lialter anymore. And then other 
others say that the Chamim uh, determined it based on the amount of time that it would take to write and then read again. And even if a person waits longer than the time of the altar, but there are Simonim of Hakim on that get, you could be made on these Simonim, that those, um, rather, those Simonim are made on the get, that this is the same get. If they uh, say, for example, a Simon Mufak is that there's a hole next to this particular letter in the get, <coughs> but <coughs> while a Simon Mufak is very good, a Simon Aguf on the get is not considered a real Simon. To say that it was a long piece of paper, a short piece of paper, that doesn't really do anything. There could be a lot of gitten that are written on long pieces of paper and short pieces of paper, so that's not really going to uh, going to help us. A Simon Mufak is going to uh, going, going to help us. Now, the uh, the Gemara talks about two types of Simanim. It talks about a Simon Mufak, which definitely works, and a Simon Aguf that doesn't work. It doesn't talk about a Stam Simon. That the Gemara doesn't mention in the Gemara, so that's because we mentioned that yesterday, and that's all Suffolk, whether Simanim Dar Raisa or Simanim Dar so we're picking the two extremes that are clearly yes and clearly no as the examples. Then the Gemara tells them, so kasher bekis or ba'arniki b'tabas. If you find the get tied in a uh, in, in in a bag or in an arniki or tabas, and you recognize that bag, you recognize that box that the get is found in. Osha mitzo ben kelov, or you find it in your house amongst your uh, your kelim. So afiluzman meruba kasher. Then the halach is. Even if you find it much, much later, it's still going to be kosher. You can assume it came from that uh, from that same person. So we had this six-way machlokas as to what the shear of li altar is or lowly altar is. So now the Gemara is going to try to paskin itmar. Rav Yehuda Amar Shmuel halacha shalosha adam sham. The halacha is that the shear is measured that no one has stayed there from the time the get was initially lost until now. Rabbi Rechana Amar Rav Yisrael Shmuel halacha shlo avar adam sham that no. No one, someone has been on the lookout, and no one knew has passed by that place. Meaning, like Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. So the uh, the first uh, Rav Amrshmuel says like the Yesh Omrim, and Rabbi Berchano and Rabbi Yitzchak Berchmuel says like Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. So says Gemara Lema Halacha Kamar Umar Halacha Lema Mar Halacha Kamar Umar Halacha Kamar. Instead of just saying what the shear is, what it's Machlokas Tanaim. We already attach names to every single shita. So why don't you just say that the Halacha is like the Yesh Omrim and the Halacha because some of the uh, sources in Tanaim are Gores the Brisa differently. There, Rabbi Shimon Lazar says the Shir Shalo Shaha Adam Sham, and the Yeshomrim say the Shir of Shalo Avar Adam Sham. So, if you were to just say that Allah is like this Tana or the other Tana, we don't know which uh, which which Brisa to follow. Meaning, uh, the, there there are multiple opinions attributed to each Tana. The Mishnah had said that if you find it in a Chafis or the luskma, then it's kosher. My chafisa, what is a chafisa? Amar Rabbi Barbechana, chemas ketana, a small jug, a small, uh, a small uh, container. My deluskma, what's a deluskma? Tlika desavi, a bag that the zakenim used to, that old people used to put their things in to uh, to protect. So it was something that was commonly used by elderly people. So that is a uh, that that is a deluskma. Okay, now new mishnah. Hamevi get someone brings to get the nicho zakin and when the person who sent the get, the husband who sent the get, last time we saw him, he was a zakin or he was a chola. So no You're still allowed to deliver the get, assuming that he's still alive. You don't have to assume that just because he was a zakin or a chola that he has since passed away and named get la and therefore he can't deliver get. No, 
you assume that he's still alive. Similarly, Bas Yisrael and Nesula Kohen, if you have a Bas Yisrael that's married to a Kohen, Valav Bailu the Medina Siyam, and the husband, the Kohen, went away to Medina Siyam, <coughs> she can continue to eat truma, working with the assumption that he's in fact still still alive. Now over here it doesn't say afilu meaning just uh, regular baila the medina sayam. So the cheshek shloma wonders why doesn't the mishnah make a distinction that, that afilu or make the mention at least that afilu zaken You can assume that he's uh, still that, that that he's still alive. So he points out because. Um, the Gemara is going to distinguish between a regular zakin versus a zakin muflag, and a regular chola versus a goses. So that that distinction is not shaykh when it comes to truma, because those are only chumras that we take on because of eshes ish, because of the chumra of eshes ish. So the whole discussion that we would open up by bringing up zakin and chola about distinguishing between different types of zakin and different types of cholim is a distinction that we're not going to have by truma, because truma doesn't have the severity of eshes ish. So so it's not uh, the same. The same halachos are not going to apply. Now there is a sugi and erev in daf lamed hey that if someone touches someone in the middle of the night, let's say you're sleeping in the same room as somebody and touch the person in the middle of the night, and then in the morning you wake up and you find that the person is dead. So do you have to assume that you're a tame because you have to uh, because right now the person is dead, or do you assume no, you left them last night, they were alive when they went to sleep. So do you assume that they were alive when you uh, when you touch them in the middle of the night? So the gemara says chacham mitamin because kala tumas or kashas mitziyasan. So why would be any different over here that uh, in, that, in that situation the Chamar Matami because called Tumas Kshas Mitsyasan. So the Taz in Yardeh explains that over there there's a Chazakatahashta, the person's dead now, meaning that's the whole point. Over here we don't know what the person is now. So we're just saying that right now you can assume the person is still alive. So that's an obvious uh, important chilik that if the person is already dead, then uh, then clearly uh, there's what to be concerned about. If someone sends a carbon chatos a third case in the Mishnah, Makrivan you could bring that carbon chatos, assuming that the person is still alive. You don't have to be worried that maybe <clears throat> the person has already died. When we talk about a zakin in our Mishnah, that you could assume he's still alive. <laughs> that's only if he's not yet 80 years old. He has not yet a gila gvuros. Rashi says, Shmonim Shana. How does he know gvuros means Shmonim Shana? It's a pasuk. Lishna dekra. The pasuk says in Tehillim, Yemeshno Senu Vehem, Shivim Shana, Vimbe Gvuros, Shmonim Shana. That the assumption is an average lifespan is 70 years, and if a person reaches gvuros, gvuros is 80 years. So that was always the, the assumption that we work with. That's where the Mishnah got it from, the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos, where it talks about Ben Chamesh Lemikra, Ben Esther Lemisha, Ben Shmonim is Legvuros, it's, uh, it's from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says that 80 is Gvuros. That's why when the Gemara talks about uh, in Shabbos about the person who died, Bechatzi Yamav, the Rishonim say Chatzi Yamav means 35, because the average lifespan is assumed to be 70, so Chatzi Yamav is uh, assumed to be 35 years old. So when a person is uh, not Higia Legvuros, so that kind of Zaken is who we're talking about. V'chola sharov cholim l'chaim. Or a regular sick person, and most sick people recuperate, they get over their uh, their illness. Aval, zakin she'higia l'gvuros. But if you're talking about a zakin who's already higia l'gvuros, the goses, or a person who's holding by dying, he's a goses already, sharov goses in the misa, then lo. Then we're not going to say that you can assume he's still alive. Once he's higia l'gvuros, you have to assume that it's atat, that he could die at any moment, and therefore he no longer has that same chazaka. So ask him, 
but wait a second, I maybe get that if you uh, give a get and you, you, the guy is alive when he, when he sent the get, even if he's a hundred years old, you can assume that he's still alive. So how can you tell me that once he's 80, we have to assume he's dead already? You see, even if he's a hundred, you could assume that he's still alive. Whereas two ways of resolving it. Number one is Tiyufta. Okay, maybe we were wrong originally. Maybe there is no such chiluk between uh, the age of 80 and below the age of 80. But the other possibility is Vibayusema, Kivan de Iflig, Iflig. Very interesting svara. That once he's already made it, so he's proven his longevity. Meaning a person who's, who's uh, an average person and he hits 80, so then you have to be Choshesh that he's probably going to die any minute. But once he's already living for so, so long, so then he's, uh, he's already 100 years old, so then we, we've, he's proven his longevity so you assume that he's, he didn't die. Which is an interesting svara, because you would think every day that goes on, he's getting older, so he's, uh, he's getting closer to death. So at what point do you say he's proven his longevity? So Rashi says, He's not like a regular person who's holding by dying already at the age of 80. So Rashi says a chiddish, that until the age of 90, he's considered to be karav lamaves, once he hits 90, then he's already proven himself. The Rashash says that the teva of a person changes every 10 years. That's why when the Mishnah says, Ben Shloshim this, Ben, uh, ben Arbayim, Ben Chamishim, it goes by 10 year intervals, because that's the, uh, the nature of a person changes every uh, 10 years. The Ran is not Gores Afilu Ben Meyashan. It sounds from the Ran, he doesn't have the word Afilu. He says that if you leave the guy Ben Meyashan, so it sounds from the Ran that it's only once he hits 100 that you could assume that he's different, that uh, the clock starts again on that, that person, that he's, uh, when he hits 100, you could assume that he's but not 90. So anywhere between 80 and 100, the Ran assumes not like Rashi, anywhere between 80 and 100, you have to assume that the person is going to uh, die any minute. So what the, the definition of a Zakin is not only important over here, it's important in a couple of other areas of Halakha. There's, uh, for example, the Torah tells us, you have, to, uh, you have to stand for someone who's old. So the truth is, that's not so difficult to define, because the Gemara says uh, that Zakin over there means Zesha Kanachachma. It means Tanachachma. The din of standing for an elderly person is standing for a seva. So uh, when we say, uh, what does the Mishra say? Ben shishim lezikna, ben shivim seva. I think that's what uh, that's the way it is. So then, uh, seva is clearly defined as uh, seventy years old. But zakein uh, wouldn't matter anyway because zakein would be uh, doesn't mean uh, advanced age in that halacha. But there is another halacha that's uh, nogeah. The Shulchan Aruch passes in Avne Ezer that a woman who had two husbands that both died is not allowed to marry a third husband because she's muhsak as a katlanis. We assume that uh, whoever she marries ends up dying. So the Shmuel writes, but you know, one of her husbands was uh, 112 years old and he, uh, and he died. So it's probably not because uh, it's so dangerous to live with this woman. It's just dangerous to be 112 years old. So if, uh, if a person is a, is a zakein, you don't make the assumption that it's her that, that killed him. So uh, the Pischei quotes a machlokas, what's called a zakein? So uh, he, the Pischei is mechalik if the Zakin was Mesal Mitaso versus if he got uh, hit by a truck or something, if he died in, in, uh, in an unnatural way. But uh, what 
what's called the Zakin. Chachma Shlomo writes that from 80 years old and on is called the Zakin, and his Raya is Gitten Daf Chavches from our Sugya. Maybe get me Medina Siyam, you give it Becheska Shuchai, but that's only if he's a Zakin, that's not a Gilagvuros. Once he's a Gilagvuros, then you assume that he has a, that, 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 uh, that, that he no longer has a Cheskas Chai. So apparently anything less than that, less than 80, would have a Cheskas Chai. So if a person's dying while he should still have a Cheskas Chai, that shows that she's a Katlanis. She's only not a Katlanis once you would lose the Cheskas Chai. So that's at 80 years old, if you'd bring a get where we would have to already assume maybe he's dead, so then you see that it's not her fault, if, uh, that it wouldn't be uh, a wife's fault if the husband dies at the age of 80 and on, because by anybody we assume that they're likely dead beyond the age of, uh, of 80. In the Tshuvas Avni Zikaron, he disagrees with Shlomo Kluger, and he says if that would be the case, then when he's 100 years old, you would say she's a Katanis again. Meaning, if, if you're really going to follow our Gemara, so the Gemara says that when he's 100, then you assume he's alive, because 100, he's already shown that he's in a different category. So now the 100-year-old guy, you're going to make the woman a Katanis? That's ridiculous. You can't, uh, you can't, you can't assume that that would be the, the, the case. In, in Igris Moshe, Moshe Nebnezichel Dal Simnam Gimel, quotes from Shlomo Kluger, that a Zakin is Ben Shmonim, and he says it's not Mestavra at all, and it's not Shaykh at all to what our Sugya talks about. I mean, these two halachas do not relate to each other uh, whatsoever. When it comes to Cheskas Chaim Ben Nesinus Aget, and he says, uh, he says according to the postkin that don't say like Rava, and hold that even an 80 year old, you can give Becheskas Shu Chai, so what? So an 80 year old then wouldn't have a din of a Zakin? Then you say, he says it can't be. It can't mean not everyone holds like Rava over here, that uh, Rava came up with this Kiddush that, uh, that an 80 year old already is a different category. And what if you don't hold like Ravan? You could assume that you're allowed to deliver again even by an 80 year old. So now all of a sudden, an 80 year old is not a Zakin. He says it can't be. So Ramosha says it has absolutely nothing to do with our Sugya whatsoever. Rami le Abaye le Rabba. So Abaye asked the following stira to Rabba. If you bring a get and you left the person as a zakin or a chola, you can give it, deliver the get, assuming that the person is still alive. But I'll ask you stira. If you give a get before his death, that the get should be chal before he dies, so then right away the person is not allowed to eat truma. So you see that you have to assume that the person dies, that you, or you immediately have to be choshesh, that the person is dead. So it says, We can afford to be more machmir in the area of truma, because if the woman can't eat truma, she could still eat. She could have other food. So it's not going to be the end of her. But get low Efshar, what do you want to do with a, with a get? Without the get, she's really uh, stuck. Rashi points out, get low Efshar lemechash lemisa. You can't be choshish lemisa. Dichayashta, then no one would ever be allowed to send a get to his wife because every time a guy sends a get to his wife you have to assume he's dead already by the time you want to deliver the get so you're not allowed to deliver the get and all these women are going to be agunos so agunos uh, really depends meaning uh, he's either dead or he gets a good get so it would only be an aguna if they don't have children and she has and, and he has a brother where uh, and the brother doesn't want to do chalitza only in that situation would it actually lead to aguna but bottom line is it would just lead to a very difficult situation trying to figure out what her status is, even knowing whether she's a Grusha or an Almana, whether she's allowed to marry a Kohen. 
any type of situation we find that Rishonim often to refer to any type of situation where a woman has to be more limited in when she can get remarried or to whom she can get remarried, that's called an aguna b'miktsas. You know, it's considered to be a little bit of an aguna. We use the term aguna conventionally to talk about someone who definitely cannot get remarried. We have to be choshes, she's nation's ish. But even in this case, this woman, she, she's either an almana or she's a grusha. But there's a big nafkamina between being an almana or a grusha, whether she's allowed to marry a kohen or not. So that, that would make her an aguna b'miktsas because it could be that she's allowed to marry a coin, and now she thinks she's not allowed to. So that also is called aguna on some level. So says the Gemara, fine. You don't want to ask a stira between get and truma? I understand that. Those are different halachos. But for Rabbi, truma a truma. I could ask you a stira within the world of truma itself. There are two Mishnahis about truma, whether you have to be choshish lemisa, that seem to contradict each other. Because Tanan, on the one hand, we have a Mishnah Bas Yisrael, and this is a Kohen. Vahalach by Elimedin Siam. You have a Yisraelis who's married to a Kohen. And the husband goes on a trip. Our Mishnah said, yeah, let her continue to eat truma. Probably the husband's still alive. But right away. So this is a little bit of a funny question. No, we had just asked the question of Stira between our Mishnah about get and this Mishnah of uh, of Reizekitech Shachas Kodemisasi about Truma. And we said, no, you can't ask get on Truma. So now we're asking from our Mishnah, but just the next line of our Mishnah. Meaning, again, we're asking from our Mishnah, we're just not focused on the get line in our Mishnah, we're focused on the truma line in our Mishnah. Which means, the Gemara had to know that this question was going to exist, meaning that when the Gemara asked the first question, answered the first question, ah, oh, don't ask me a stira again in truma. The Gemara had to realize that it's not just a stira between get and truma, because the very Mishnah about get that we were asking about also has the halach of truma. So Tosus notices this problem. Tosus points out, truma evshay says tema v'chiloa yodeh mataritz masnis into truma v'ikolak shuye truma truma k'tevesamuch. Did the mataritz really not know this? Meaning, this is not stama question. That did the mataritz not really know that there's another mishnah somewhere about truma? No, it's the same mishnah. How did he not realize that the same mishnah talks about get? Also talks about truma. V'yishlomer dekein darach hashas sheinu choshish al mataritz kushi shemak shalom. That that's the uh, the way shas works. That's something. We, we flesh out the whole conversation. We go, Rachel Bidcha Katana. So that's just the way it works. We, we, uh, we, we, we answer the question that was asked and only the question that was, uh, that was asked. And then you want to ask further, you can ask further. It's like uh, someone told me that uh, they asked Ravan Lichtenstein once, why don't you have a beard? And he said, because I shave every day. So I mean, you, 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 I'll, I'll answer the question that you asked. If you're asking for something else, so then you can ask further. But that's that's the derech hashas that uh, that that a person that, that, that to, to ask to continue to ask. So the, that's the stira in truma now. So the gemara is going to have three different ways to resolve this stira in truma. So answer number one: Amr Rav Adibrez Rav Yitzchak Shaini Hasam Shari Asra Lav Shah Achas Kodamisaso. That it's different when he gives her the get to be chal one moment before he dies. As, Ra- as Rashi points out, so generally speaking, we assume the person is still alive. But but the case wasn't that he said that the get is going to be chal and you'll be asri truma when I die. It was that it was going to be chal right away. It was that it was going to be chal. I'm not right away. It was going to be chal while he's still alive. So it's not an issue of is he dead yet. It's an issue of is he in the last moment of life. 
So shach has called him isasov. We call shaita equal spuke about he shaita shasid aliaser. We don't have to be choshesh that he's already dead, but we do have to be choshesh that he might be in his last moment of of life. So Tosfos points out vishinui dechikahu. That's a little bit strange because why would you not have to be choshesh that he's dead, but yes, have to be choshesh that he's going to die in one second, that he's about to, that, that he's in the, his very last moment of life. And Tosfos points out vahainu deparachle vilav dechashin lemisa maida havigita to the olam who chayish who mayis parasha v'nesra mechayim dumli himayis parasha liyav l'chal get liolam and that's really what the Gemara's question is going to be. The Gemara asks, "Malsar Rabbi, may the iu mayis parasha dumli ihi mayis parasha?" How do you know that there will ever be a get in the shaachas kol demisaso? Meaning maybe she'll die first and then there won't even be a shaachas kol demisaso where there's going to be a, 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 a get. So that's what the Gemara means to say that it's a shinu yedachika. That the whole thing is a very strange answer to uh, to give. So Elam Rabbi, rather Rabbi gives. A different answer. Lo kasha. Harabi Meir de lo chayish lemisa. Harabi Huda de chayish lemisa. It's machlokas tanoim whether we're chosh in lemisa in general or not. Tanan, we already learned the Mishnah earlier. Halokeach yain mi bein akutim. If a person buys wine from amongst the uh, the kutim, Omer shnei. So you got to take care of the trumas ma'isus, but you don't have any kalim to pour the trumas ma'isus into. So what do you do? How are you going to be mafresh trumas ma'isus without physically being mafresh trumas ma'isus? Omer shnei lugin shani asa lafresh harein truma asara ma'isur rishon tisha ma'isur sheni. Yeah, we had this in the brayra sugya that you say that the two lug that I'm going to be mafresh are going to be truma. Ten are going to be ma'isur rishon. Nine are going to be ma'isur sheni. Tulsa pointed out over there the numbers are somewhat imprecise. Because once you've taken two to be truma, then it's nine point eight. That's going to be uh, meiserishon. Okay, so we're not going to be so medactic to get the numbers exactly right. So mechal v'shol samiyat, and then you can be mechal the meisersheni, and then you can drink right away. Divra meir. That's right, meir shita. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi Yosi all say that it's going to be uh, that it's going to be usher because you have to be choshesh shema yibaka. I know that maybe the jug is going to break, and you're never going to be able to be mafresh to truma samaisos. So what are they really arguing about? Do you have to worry that the jug is going to die, that the jug is going to break. So that's the machlokas between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. So it's a machlokas tanaim whether we're choshesh uh, lemisa. Cheshek Shlomo writes that uh, by truma uh, um, the well uh, uh, let's see about Cheshek Shlomo. So says our third third possible terrors. Rava Amar Shema Meis Lo Cheshinon Shema Yamos Cheshinon. That there's a big difference between Shema Meis and Shema Yamos. We're not choshesh that a person has all already died, but we're always choshesh that a person is going to die. As uh, Rashi points out, that we left him with cheskas chai, so you have to assume that that chazaka is still around. So Cohen goes away with Medina Siyam, he didn't divorce her, so he's, she's not going to be also to eat Shumal unless he's dead. So, it's not against any chazaka to assume that he might die any moment. So that's not against any chazaka. But to assume he's already dead is against the chazaka. So it's a matter of not, uh, you know, percentage-wise, what are the chances? Because the chances that he's already dead are pretty much the same as the chances that this is his last moment on earth. But it's about playing with chazakos. What goes against the chazaka? What doesn't go against the chazaka? To say that he's already dead goes against his cheskas chai. To say that he will soon die, while statistically maybe the same chances of him being already dead are very similar, it doesn't go against his cheskas chai. So if it doesn't go against his cheskas chai, then uh, we have to be choshesh for such a thing. Nod v'yudu madur kama 
Yerdeya Simenun Hay uses this svara when it comes to Vestos, that a person uh, has a Cheskas Chai, but he doesn't have a Chazaka that he's not going to die, because everyone ultimately is going to die. So he says the same thing by a woman, has a Cheskas Tahara, but she doesn't have a, cheska, a Chazaka that she's not going to become a, 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 a Nida. So uh, so he says that the Isra of having Bia, Samuk Vesta, is an Isra Daraisa. But once the Vesta has already passed, then you don't, you, you don't have to be mach, the, the idea that you have to be machzik that she was already roadam and you need a bedika in order to make sure that she was not roadam, that's only drabanan. Because to assume that something already happened, that goes against her chazaka. She had a cheskas tara. So cheskas tara, to say that that has changed already and therefore there's a cheskas tuma right now, that, that, that there's no reason to make such an assumption. So there would be no such dindaraisa. So the idea that a woman after a vestos of past has to do a bedika to make sure that nothing happened, that she didn't be, that's only a didn't meet Rabbanon. But the Isra of being Boel woman at the Shaz Vesta, that's out of concern that she might be Roa during the Tashmish, that she might become a Nida during the Tashmish. She has no Chazaka that she's not going to become a Nida. She has a Chazaka that she hasn't already become a Nida. She has a Tara. So that would be an Isra Daraisa to be Boel and Nida during Shaz Vesta. That's another Yehuda uses this uh, this exact Svara to explain whether Vesta's Daraisa or Vesta's Rabbanon. Because typically there's a major Machlo whether Vestos, the concept of Vestos is Daraisa or Rabbanon, so Nadvida splits the difference. He says it depends. Some of the halachas are Daraisa, some of the halachas are Rabbanon, based on Shema Meis, Shema Yamas. Amalei Ravadabar Masan Rava, Vahanod de Keshema Yamasu, Upligi. But wait a second, the case of the jug of wine is a concern of Shema Yamas, that it might happen in the future, and therefore we don't let you take the Trumas and Maestros now, and yet it's still a Machlokas Tanaim. Amravidu Midaskarta, Shiny No Devsha Demas. The note is different because you can give it to a shomer to protect it and make sure that nothing happens. Yeah, and who's going to watch the shomer to make sure that uh, that he's not going to be negligent with it? So, uh, we're definitely not concerned that shema meis already, but shema yamus. That's at least a machlokas tanaim. That's a debate in the tanaim whether shema uh, yamus. Then the Mishnah spoke about someone who sends his karmen chatas from Medina Siyam. So we said, you don't have to worry that the person's died, the person has already died. You can bring their karmen chatas. How are you going to bring karmen chatas without the bailim? Don't you need smicha? And it's, uh, the, the Rashi points out, Vatani Batoras Kanim, Yado, Veloyad Bino, Yado, Veloyad Shlucho. We make a drasha that it's got to be the Yad Habailim on the karban to do the smicha. The the yad of his ben, if he dies, is no good. The yad of his shliach, no good. He needs to do the smicha. So anyway, how do you have a carbon chatos b'shlichos? Am Rav Yosef nashim. We're dealing with a carbon nashim where uh, where smicha is unnecessary. So that's what we're talking about. You don't have to assume that the woman died. The woman who sent you to bring a carbon chatos, you could assume she's still alive. Rav Papa Amar b'chatos ha'ov. We're dealing with the chatos ha'ov, and there is no smicha on a chatos ha'ov. So that's why uh, we're not concerned about about the uh, concern about the issue of smicha. If you look at Tosa, so about smicha, Avagav the smicha lo ma'akva mikamakam ein lasos below smicha lechatchila. Tosa points out 
smich is not makiv the kashrus of the korban chatos. But still, the Mishnah would not have said you can go ahead and bring the korban because you're not allowed to bring a korban chatos lechatchila without smicha. But there's a difference between lechatchila and a b'diavet. This is something that a lot of people in our generation don't know the difference between lechatchila and a b'diavet. Whenever something is supposed to be oh, so that means it's not a big deal. No, that's not what it means. It doesn't mean it's not a big deal. You have people who pass kanuchas need the shalos like this. That everything that's uh, a b'diavet, ah, you do b'dikas day one, day seven. That's good enough. So they just said, okay, so that means everyone's allowed to do b'dikas day one, day seven. No, that's not what it means. It's a uh, very much not okay to do uh, because I just had a case where a, a guy asked me, it sound, a guy took chasen class with me, said, it sounded strange, someone gave me a, Yoetzer gave him a psak, gave them a psak that three weeks postpartum after having a baby, that uh, she should do because day one and day seven and that's it, and just, uh, and, and don't wear a big deal of anam either, you don't have to wear white either because you're going to stain too much that's a shas chak three weeks after having it, it's ridiculous. It's uh, you have to know the difference between a chachila and a b'diavet, and what's a shas chak, and what's a so there is a din lechachila. You're not allowed to bring a chatos of. That's a din lechachila. There's no there's no question about that. So we wouldn't without smicha. So yeah, b'diavet if you brought it without smicha, but that's a b'diavet. That uh, means you're not allowed to do it. Then Tos raises a little further in the uh, in the Tosos v'kasha the parak tamim nishchat amrinan the kolas vachim arul v'tamim mishalchen karbonoseim v'lo kapidas. Wait a second, the Gemara says in the fifth parak of Psachim that an Arl and Tommy can send their carbonos, and we're not so worried about the smicha. So, because they can't do smicha, they're not allowed in the Migdash. And you can't tell me they did the smicha outside because you need take of the smicha shchita. The shchita has to come right away after the smicha. Can't say that they stand outside and right by the doorway and they're doing smicha on the inside because you need rosh Varuba to put your whole weight on the animal. Smicha is you really lean in on the animal. And you can't say that it's talking about a bird over there because a bird is not a zevach. And you can't say something about a bchar doesn't need smicha because it says kolas And you can't say you're talking about a bchar nashim because it says that he's an arel. A woman can't be an arel because she doesn't need. Mila. So what in the world is going on over there where we're saying that uh, that it's okay, you can bring the carbon without smicha. Tosa says that there's a big difference. In our sugi, we're talking about a regular person. The guy's able to do smicha. He just decided that he's not going to bring his carbon himself. He's going to send the carbon. That's where we're not going to allow such a carbon to be brought without smicha. But an aurel and a tame, there's eno takana. What are you going to do? His, uh, you know, it's an Aurel's Mesuach Machmas Mila. So he's not getting a Mila. He's not, he's not, it's not like, uh, okay, just wait till he gets a Bris Mila, then he'll bring his carbon. His brothers died from Mila. He's not getting a Mila. So there's no, there's no other way to bring carbon. A Tame, a guy's a Zavar, a Mitzorah. He, he, it's not up to him when he becomes Tahar. So it's not like you can just, uh, okay, make himself Tahar and then do the Smicha. It's not up to him. So in those cases, the, the, that's what we call Shas Hadchak Kidiyeved Dami. That when the, there is a Din Bidiyeved, that you're, that a carbon is kosher without smicha, when you have a shasat chak, then the b'dievet becomes the din. Then the b'dievet becomes the chachila. If it's not a shasat chak, a b'dievet does not 
become a lechatchila. Only when something is a shasad chak, a bidiyavid becomes a lechatchila. Now, says Marat Sricha, we need all three cases in our Mishnah. Going back to our Mishnah, our Mishnah had three cases where we don't have to worry that the guy is already dead. The case of a get, where he sent a get. The case of the husband went away and the woman wants to eat truma. The Kohen husband went away, the woman wants to eat truma. And the case of sending a carbon. Why do I need all three examples? We get it. The idea is you don't have to worry that, uh, that, 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 a, person, that, that a person is already dead. So, Well, first of all, if we only would have been told about the case of a get, I would say, yeah, by a get, you can't assume that he died because to not give a get is a big deal. It's going to ruin her whole life. But by truma, so let her eat chulin. She'll, she'll survive if she eats chulin. V'yashmin in truma, and if you only would have told me in truma that you assume he's still alive, t'zimnin to low afshar, because sometimes it's low afshar by truma. Maybe she's very poor, she needs parnasa, and truma's a lot cheaper because there's a smaller market of who's able to eat it. So, aval chatos ha'of, But when you're dealing with chatos ha'of, out of a suffix, you're not going to allow chulin to be brought into the Azara Misafek. So that's why Tzricha, that's why we need to be told all cases. Now, if you look at Tosos, Avalchatos, Lolechul, Azara, Vim Tomer, Avalchatos, Ov, Baal, Asafek, Zermin Parag, Basu, Denida. What do you mean? If you're not sure by Chatos, Ov, the Allah is Chatos, Ov, is Baal, Asafek. So we're concerned that it's, uh, that Chul, Azara, it's not Chul, Azara. Vyeshlam, Adadam, Atzmo, Bedinu, Shemebi, Al, Asafek, they lift our Atzmo. Avalach, Lishliach, Ein, Lavi, Chul, Azara, Misafek. An unbelievable Kiddush, Tosos says that, yeah, you're allowed to bring Chatos, Ov, Misafek if it's your carbon. But when you're just a shliach, why should you risk the iser of chulun Azara for someone else's kapara? This relates to the sugi of chatei that for him, for the person himself who needs the kapara, it's worth the trade-off. Risking the Yisra of Chulun Azara so that he'll get the kapara. <laughs> but you're just a shaliach. Why should you bring the Chulun Azara in order that the Avera of Chulun Azara is going to be yours. It's not going to be the, the, the person who sent you. It's going to be, it's going to be the shaliach's Avera. So why should he risk that Avera because of the other person's kapara? That's the, uh, the tarot that Tosa suggests. Okay, new mission now. Shlosh there are three things Rabbi Lozim Parta said that the Chamim uh, resoundingly approved of. If enemy troops have surrounded a city but have not yet actually captured it, if you have a boat that was, uh, that was not yet sunk at sea but seemed to have been uh, in a precarious position, or someone was being uh, judged in the Dina Nefashu's case. In all those cases, if you left it at, the, at that, you left those people in that predicament, so then, they are Bechazaka that they're alive. It could be that the stormy seas calm down, so even though you're looking from the shore and you see the boat looked pretty rocky, but it could be that after you walked away, it calmed down. It could be that uh, the person was yet to lead on, but he got a good lawyer and he was able to, to come out okay. He was, he didn't, he was not Nachayv. Misa, all these things you don't have to assume that anyone died. Avalir Shakav Shakarkum, but if the city was already captured by the enemies, Svina Sha'avda Bayam, the boat was already lost by Yotzi Lahareg, or someone was being brought out not to be judged but to be killed, it was already the verdict was already in. No Salem Chumrechaim Chumr Mesim. Then we have to be Khoshish Lamisa. We give the Chumrei Chaim and the Chumrei Mesim. What does that mean? Bas Yisrael, the Kohen. Bas Kohen, Yisrael, lo tochal b'tshuma. Whichever way it is, whether it's a Bas Yisrael married to a Kohen, or Bas Kohen married to a Yisrael, can't eat truma. Meaning you can't assume that if it's a Bas Yisrael, the Kohen, she can't assume that her husband's still alive and she can eat truma. If it's Bas Kohen, Yisrael, she can't assume her husband's dead and therefore go back to eat truma of Beis Avia. You have to assume the, you have to assume the Chumrei in both directions. 
All of this is only by a Bezen Shal Yisrael. But by a Bezen Shal Yisrael, once there's a Gemar Din of Ketala, meaning this whole idea that you give Chumrei Chayim. Chumrei Chayim means we're not sure if he's alive or dead. If it's a Bezen Shal Yisrael and he's Yotzei Lehareg, they're already holding by, they already gave the verdict that he's going to be killed, he will be killed. Then it's a definite, it's a vada. it's not chumrei chayim, chumrei mesim. Then you know that he's definitely dead. Because by Bezen Shal Yisrael, we're, we're always Malamit Tzchus, even to the last moment. We're always looking to, to be Mezak of the person. Well, Bezen Shal they might accept bribes up until the last moment. So why would you automatically assume that the person is dead? No, they'll only take bribes up until a certain uh, certain time. But once they have the psak din, even even they're they're not even going to take bribes after that uh, that point in that point in time. Meaning, once the biggest dayan has signed off on it, that's where Rashi Svetosan uh, stands. Pirushrach dayan gadol shalahem. Once he's signed off on it, then no one's going to be able to take any bribes to change it. We say that if, let's say, a guy ran away from Bezdin, and uh, now he, we, we find him in another city, and two people come and say, oh, we remember this guy. He was in Bezdin, another city. They had Edim, uh, the such and such, whereas Edim that said he was Chayv Misa. These were the Dayanim. They passed him Lamisa, so we're allowed to rely on that and actually kill him. But uh, why, why aren't we Choshish that maybe someone was Malamit Tzchus? I thought by Bezdin Shal Yisrael up until the last moment, he has to be Choshish someone was Malamit Tzchus. If he ran away, probably there wasn't much to be Malamit Tzchus on, meaning if he was running away, he knew that he was guilty. Tashma, Shama Mbezin Shal Yisrael, Shayu Omrim Ishploni Mase, Ishploni Narag, Yasiu Asishto. If you hear that a Bezin of Yisrael were saying that this guy died or this guy was killed, you could let his wife get remarried. But if you're from Lovdi Chavim, you can't let his wife get remarried. My mace and my narag. What does the word mace versus narag mean over here? Elim and mace, mace, mamish. If mace just means he dies of natural causes, then narag, narag, mamish. And narag means that he was, uh, he was killed. Well, then, by Obdi Chavim, why would you not be able to remarry, to, to, to let his wife get married? That when a guy says something, they don't know that they're being relied on for Allah, we're allowed to believe them. Elav meis yotze lamos. Meis must mean that he was being brought out to get killed. Nerag yotze leharig. Nerag means he was uh, he was he was he was being brought out to to, to be killed. V'katani bebeizin Yisrael yasiu asishto. And even though he was being yotze leharig, when beizin shal Yisrael, it still says you're allowed to be masi asishto. You're allowed to let his wife get remarried. But how could you let his wife get remarried? How could you be masi asishto if uh, if if there was someone might have been malamid zchus? Really, we're going to say mace means that he already died in, uh, you know, in holding a narag. His narag mamish, he was killed all the basin. That which we asked, when a guy is made this, why would we not allow his wife to get remarried? Didn't we say that he's neman when he's mesiach lefitumo? That's only when it's, the guy is no shaykhus to that matter. Where he says, that someone died. 
died. But something that the guy has some sort of connection to, like to be made that he was killed by uh, by the guy. Um, so since they're they want to brag about that, that they that they uh, they they see to it that justice is served and that they're you know they carry out capital punishment. So then they're not going to be believed because of the They'll do this in order to be machzik their sheker in order to to uh, brag about what they what they have done. So uh, so that's why we're not going to uh, to believe them in that case. Okay, but I'll pick up from the Ikeda Amri tomorrow. Oh, yeah.